0: Soul Center listeners, this is Baruch Levy and just a quick announcement. I am moving my content around the Defiant Spirit to its own channel. You can find that at DefiantSpirit.org or on the My Soul Centered website. You can sign up for the podcast there and learn about all kinds of other things I'm doing around the Defiant Spirit. Soul Centered as a podcast will continue on. Ariel and I will continue to work together to bring to you shared content, but all of my work will be found at DefiantSpirit.org. So sign up for the podcast and much more. Until we meet, Shalom, salam Namaste. Peace. Welcome back to The Defiant Spirit, I'm Baruch Levy B and I am your guide into this important conversation about the defiant spirit power of your spirit, taken from the work and life example of Dr. Viktor Frankl, synthesized with Kabbalah Jewish mysticism, brought to life by the Enneagram, and infused with all kinds of great spiritual, motivational, psychological practice development out there. Um, I don't care where it comes from. I care, is it good? Does it work? And um, does it allow me to live the defiant power of my spirit and your spirit. And that's what I'm going to keep sharing with you. So if you are listening to this on the Soul Center podcast, now is your time to jump over and subscribe to the Defiant Spirit podcast. Soul Center podcast is um, all things that Ariella and I are doing together, as well as some of her um, personal and... Um, Passion adventures that she's developing, like Divine Origins and other things. And I'm, you know, just create so much content that I wanted in my own channel not to kind of uh, clog up the Soul Center channel with uh, mixed messages and just create one stop shop for anybody looking for my work in the Divine Spirit over at the Divine Spirit. So you can get it on our website under the podcast page. You can get it on all of the major platforms where you listen. But now's your chance because I'm not going to keep uploading to the Soul Centered podcast. So make sure you sign up for both or pick which one you want, but we're not going to just keep putting them all in one place. So if you stop seeing the Defiant Spirit on the Soul Centered feed, it's not because it's not being created. It's because it's over at uh, its own podcast. Um, This is going to be a shorter podcast. I've Really committed to experimenting and exploring all forms. So there's, you know, little short, what I call nuggets, um, just little insights. There's um, long form, there's interviews, and there's kind of a standard practice around 30 minutes. I a lot of my podcasts, and that's where I usually end up. But I'm going to be playing with um, all kinds. I'd love to hear your feedback. So shoot me an email at be at mysoulcenter.org and um, we'll just keep evolving this important conversation. I wanna talk briefly about fear. This is not a brief conversation. Um, We're gonna be having this conversation all the time because in my work, on my journey, I have seen that this is probably the single most responsible issue in our life for misery, for destruction, if there's a hell, I don't know I'll let you know when I get to the other side uh, in this there is one in this world I've seen it I've been in it I've um, counseled people through it or helped them uh, on the other side of it maintain a uh, fearless life not fearless less fear because we're always gonna have fear and that's what I want to talk to you about today you know if we have these goals these these bars to strive towards that are impossible then we constantly live our lives feeling like failures, feeling like we're not enough, asking ourselves, what's wrong with me? If everybody else, um, is is everybody else living, you know, a fearless life? Nobody's living a fearless life. I don't care what kind of warrior you are. I don't care what kind of master you are in your respective place in life, field in life, passions in life, uh, there's just no way around it. Anybody who says they're not afraid is either lying or they're not living big enough because I'm terrified not of dying I mean there are moments when it really does hit me like a ton of bricks that this thing is real uh, and I'm gonna have to face it but that doesn't scare me more often than not what scares me is the thought of leaving my family unprepared the thought of leaving them with um, with things undone with with words unspoken with gifts un ungiven doesn't sound right but you know what i mean and that that does that should bring me fear because that fear if harnessed if not paralyzing can become an asset can become an ally can become a part of my arsenal and dr frankel talks a lot about um, having an arsenal Um, one of the he calls it a weapon. Uh, In this arsenal, he says, "is a weapon of the soul is humor, as an example. But lots of things go in this. It's really the noetic chest or tool chest, I think he also calls it. The noetic is the spiritual. Well, another conversation for another time, but we don't usually think of some of these things as spiritual, but if, um, well, fear is definitely in the realm of spirit. And in many ways, I would say is, something that um, crushes spirit. In, in the Kabbalah, it's described when the Israelites are in the wandering, in the, not wandering, when they're enslaved in Egypt, they are crushed. And it says, because of Avodah Kasha, the Kotzer Ruach, and the backbreaking work. Um, but that wasn't really the reason why they were crushed. Kotser Ruach means that their Ruach, their spirit, It's another name for soul in uh, Kabbalah, Ruach, is is cut off. And I, I think a lot about what is it that cuts off our spirit? What is it that is capable of cutting off our spirit? Getting in the way of at least our spirit. I don't think our spirit can be our spirit. No, actually, the way they say it is right. Because it's not that our spirit is touched anyway. It's that we're cut off from it. We lose access to it. And um, we have to find our way back to our spirit. Those pathways, those tools are are there for us to draw upon. And so what are we trying to get back or around or through that's cutting off us from our spirit? Fear. Fear really is an adversary of the spirit or of us in connection to our spirit. And we have to stand guard against our fear. We have to confront our fear, but we also have to have realistic, honest expectations of what will be with fear. You will never get rid of fear. I don't. I haven't met that person. Maybe they live on a mountaintop and meditate and transcend their fears. But that's not the world I live in, or you live in, or anybody I've ever met lives in. And in this world, um, there has to be fears. Now, again, it doesn't mean you're dominated by those fears. That's the work of the defiant power of the human spirit. And when we access that defiant power, we can transcend our fears. Or as the author Liz Gilbert, Elizabeth Gilbert says in her book, Big Magic, we can put fear in the back seat. I want to just read to you this paragraph. And thank you, Nancy, for reminding me that um, I had recorded this and then I lost it I re-recorded it as a video, but I wanted to put it back here in the archive of the defiant spirit. So thanks, Nan. Dearest Fear, writes Liz Gilbert. Creativity and I are about to go on a road trip together. I love that imagery. I understand you'll be joining us because you always do. I acknowledge that you believe you have an important job to do in my life and that you take your job seriously. Apparently, your job is to induce complete panic whenever I'm about to do anything interesting and may i say you are superb at your job so by all means keep doing your job if you feel you must but i will also be doing my job on this road trip which is to work hard and stay focused and creativity will be doing its job which is to remain stimulating and and inspiring there's plenty of room in this vehicle for all of us so make yourself at home but understand this creativity and i are the only ones who will be making any decisions along the way I recognize and respect that you are a part of this family, and so I will never exclude you from our activities, but still, your suggestions will never be followed. You're allowed to have a seat, and you are allowed to have a choice, but you are not allowed to have a vote. You are not allowed to touch the roadmaps. You're not allowed to suggest detours. You're not allowed to fiddle with the temperature, dude. You're not even allowed to touch the radio. But above all else, my dear old friend, familiar friend, you are absolutely forbidden to drive isn't that a great passage i love that passage liz is a great um, author and um really truly a remarkable human being so read um big magic but this is so important and i think such a good way to think about how we live with fear it's it's reminiscent of one of my favorite passages on on anger but it could just be applied to fear as well what by um oh, I just blanked on it. Great Kabbalist, great mystic. Um, He said, I keep anger in my, I conquered anger a long time ago, and now I keep it in my pocket. That way it is there in case I need it. And I would say the same is true with fear. I don't want to be, uh, I don't want fear to go away. I want to put it in its proper place, to put it in the back seat, to not allow it to drive my bus, um, to not allow it to have a frankly a vote or certainly not a veto to not allowed not allowed to um, cause any detours or you know change my my destination but they're just softly whispering that you know you might want to check the engine oil level I had this um, in the middle of the night the other night I just like woke up and thought I haven't checked my engine oil in a really long time and I went and sure enough it was like at 30 percent it wasn't like deadly or you know necessarily dangerous but there was fear like kind of doing her job in the back seat just saying you know before you go on that road trip literally check the engine oil or you know check the tire pressure you can say that's not fear I would say it is fear I would just say it's you know we the problem is we have one word and we use it for everything but it wasn't anxiety it's not this nagging version of fear it there certainly wasn't paralyzing it was just a conscientiousness and awareness. But again, I do believe it's coming from fear. I don't believe fear is to be gotten rid of or can be gotten rid of. It's about harnessing it, using it and not be used by it, right? As I always talk about Victor Frankl's kind of thesis is that when we stop choosing, when we stop responding, we have lost our way. And when we have Um, remember that our power to choose, our power to respond is our only true power. We have found our way. And so it isn't about having fear or not having fear. It's do we react to the fear or do we respond not to the fear, but because of the fear, using the fear to further our road trip, to further our life, to check the engine oil, to... um, cross our T's and dot our I's in this lifetime, you know, to, to make sure that um, we are fulfilling our responsibilities. And part of that responsibility is to confront our fear, to deal with our fears, to own our fears, to master our fears, to not be um, dominated or dictated By our fears. And so we're going to just keep this conversation of fear going because, again, if you're feeling it in all of its myriad of forms, you're not alone. Uh, Everybody is feeling it right now in some way, shape, or form pandemic, economy, social, political upheaval, uh, unrest, um, you know, all kinds of geopolitical things going on, the environment. I mean, the list goes on. And those are just kind of macro then they're all the micro which aren't micro to you you know your relationships your 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 health your loved one's health i mean the list goes on and if you're not feeling fear then you're probably not above ground and if you are above ground then you're probably feeling fear but you don't have to be stifled or stymied or um dictated to by that fear you can start to use it and not be used by it that's the work of the defiant spirit Something I'm offering right now is um, Defy Your Enneagram, which is the Enneagram Assessment, a personalized 22-page report, and a roadmap for understanding the way your fear and many other attributes present, because they don't present the same in all of us. There are nine basic types of energy or personalities. You have one of them, but then there are three subtypes in each, so really you have one of 27, and then you have access to all of them to, de- to varying degrees and so it's really a roadmap of where does your fear show up how does it manifest as an aside mine is more of a control issue when I feel out of control I can feel fear creep in for and I'm an Enneagram eight and Enneagram nine on the other hand will feel more fear around conflict I don't feel fear around conflict I feel fear around conflict uh, as it relates to me, my being out of control. But a nine will feel fear or tend to feel fear around just the presentation, the possibility of conflict. And so it's about learning where your fear pokes its head out and kind of whack-a-mole, right? How to, how to locate that before it pops up so that you can push it down. Nah, that's not the right term. So that you can pull it out like a root and harness it and make your garden more beautiful so that's defy your enneagram jump over to mysoulcenter.org where you can um, sign up for the enneagram assessment and a session with me and i'm also putting together a do-it-yourself version of that so you don't even have to deal with me but i would love to deal with you i would love to um, work with you i would love to get to know you your journey your story and help you move forward with purpose, with passion, and with fear. (coughs) Excuse me, I'm running out of uh, voice here, so it wasn't so short after all, but hopefully this was meaningful to you. Keep checking back here. Also check back to the Defiant Spirit where you will get all of my thoughts and insights and um, conversations with other people on the nature of the defiant power of your spirit. Until next time, shalom, salam, namaste, and peace.